It's This Week in Bourbon, and happy first day of Hanukkah. Here's your headlines for December 8th, 2023. Maker's Mark has filled its first certified regenified barrel of whiskey. Blue Run is back with its 12 Days of Bourbon series, and Pursuit Spirits has released Pursuit United Bourbon Batch 11 CD. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our partners. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. And they're off for another Get 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at give270.org. Charitable gaming license ORG 0002703. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to noseyourbourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. Hey everyone, welcome back to This Week in Bourbon. But I did look at my calendar and December 8th is the first day of Hanukkah. So to all of our Jewish friends out there celebrating, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah for Monica. Or what's that Adam Sandler song? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I, now you're in my head. like, happy Hanukkah. Oh, Hanukkah. Yeah I, yeah, I can't remember all the words either. But upcoming stuff around that. We don't really have anything going on into the year. We are now starting to try to figure out what does our calendar look like for 2024 of places to go hit, cities to go visit, new states to distribute, everything like that? So those are those are kind of things on our minds. So we'll be filling you all in at a later date of places to come, say hi, drink with us. Maybe we'll be at a bar. Maybe we'll be at your local liquor store or something like that. So we will be sure to let you know when those things start popping around for 2024. Yeah, it's a little overwhelming. We traveled more than ever this year, I felt like. 
and it was awesome. Got to meet tons of great people, get to share our whiskey and meet folks. That's what, you know, is passionate, but you're like, oh man, we got to reset and start all over over again. again. And you're like, it just doesn't stop, you know, but that's the fun part about it. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm sure my wife is. (laughs) Look at the calendar and she's going to murder me. At least you, your wife takes solace in knowing that she wants to go and travel places with you. Yeah, I do. I do try to make it a team effort and, and when I can bring the kids, but you know, if there's like a bourbon club party, they're not going to let them in. So that's not as much. Yeah. So see, that's where my wife differs and she goes, well, it's work. I'm not going to work with you. I want to go on a vacation. Well, well, do what Timmy does. She goes shops, gets her nails done, spa, whatever, you know? So while I'm out trying to peddle liquor stores for, for some business. Uh, she's pampering herself. She's pampering herself. So it's a win-win. That, that works well for her. Yeah. My wife, her ultimate goal is for me to go. She wants to go to a place that we are not distributed to. So I can't do anything. Yeah. And I have, I'm stuck there. Like Such having a waste this. of resources. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to disconnect and put my feet in the sand. Yeah. There, there is something about that. When I went to Italy with the family, it was, but I did find myself like staring at, the shelves, where's bourbon at? Like, what's it going to be? Talking to bartenders, you know, trying to figure out what the pulse was in Europe and whatnot. So just can't escape it. It's just our minds are that way. It's That's how I, it might just be because we're focused on bourbon or it might just be because of the entrepreneurial mindset sets in and that's all you can focus on. And, and you just look at like, how can we pivot? What do we have to do? Why didn't we invent Aperol? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, so much Aperol in Italy. It's like every few blocks. It's a lot. It's a lot. So other things that are happening on the ambassador team side, we had mentioned it before, but on December 12th, Whiskey in the Winter is happening in St. Louis. And we're already looking forward into January of 2024. And so the first one that will be happening is January 19th and 20th is Bourbon Con in Lexington. Oh, yeah. The, the first one was last year, right? Yeah, the, I the did Marriott it. Yeah, Gate. exactly. I did it last year. It's it's in a hotel. It's kind of got your I don't, your regular hotel vibes with it, but lots of different brands, lots of opportunities to sample and try different things. Yeah, I heard it was a great turnout and a good event. So and you could forward. sell bottles to it. You know, oh, that's, that's a good thing. That's always a positive. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's go through bourbon and bets. Bourbon and bets. Yeah, recap last week missed i was at the dallas cowboys game thank you matt Pittman, for me church for giving us tickets i was you know we had amazing seats and i still found myself looking at the big ass monitor <laughs> the entire time <laughs> you it's, have the best seats in the world you're just yeah. like but it's a lot easier to see yeah. up close with you know the cameras jerry world is i highly recommend it it's one of the best football experiences you can ever have it's really cool and dallas cowboy fans are I mean, they really take it seriously. It's it's pretty cool. That's cool. But I've uh, never and, been. Yeah, I lost the Dallas game, but I did win the other Dallas team, which is SMU Pony Up. They won their conference championship outright. They were an underdog in that. So shout out to Rick Hart, our buddy, who's the AD there at SMU, and uh, congratulations on the conference championship and successful season. You but, have a buddy that's the AD. Well, he came here to our place. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> I totally forgot we met him. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, Kenny. <laughs> ah, jeez. Okay. Uh, you know, there's just, there's, it's a never revolving door. That's right. We meet a lot of people. That's for sure. <laughs> a lot of great people. I, on the other hand, fared pretty terribly. Yeah. I, I looked at it and I was like, it's a conference championship. Of course, Oklahoma State can cover against Texas. No, nah, they, they got I destroyed. I think they were, uh, I think Texas was covering by the 
into the like halfway through the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I'm sitting there texting Fred. I was like, "Come on, man! You just they just couldn't pony up for one weekend." Yeah, that's yeah. Texas looks good. So yeah, it's gonna be sure an did. interesting playoff this year. I, I was about to say, man, talk about the playoffs. Just Florida State. Everybody oh, just all up in arms about it. Yeah, Florida State and Georgia just loses once to. Alabama and they get left out, which is crazy. It is. It is. And that's as much as we love that they move to a playoff. Now it's like, all right, we need more teams in the playoffs. I think it starts next year. They're moving to like 12, maybe, or something like okay, that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I was so like, I think this is the last it. year. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes the season much more of that important. And it'll be fun too, playoff time, because you get more teams, more parity in there. So it'll be fun. More bourbon and bets. More bourbon and bets. Yeah. I like winning. So <laughs> even though I'm like, I think I'm. We're breaking you're, you're, even. Yeah, you're maybe up by I'm, one. Actually, I'm down because I lost the juice to the to the bookie. But uh, I'm beating you though, so that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> well, in NFL, I think you picked. We we're trying to think back. I think you picked the Titans against Colts. Titans were covering. They missed an extra point to win the game because their punter got hurt, and the punter holds is normally the holder for the kicker was hurt, so they had to put in somebody who's never. That never held a ball, hadn't didn't hold it properly. They don't have, they don't practice. There's no backup for this. Well, I mean, how how often does a punter get hurt? You know, so it's pretty rare. Yeah, so yeah, that was you almost had it, buddy. It's just like finding Pappy in the wild. (laughs) Pretty pretty rare that your punter (laughs) gets hurt. Yeah, so we don't have any college football. Maybe next week we'll do college basketball, but that's too overwhelming right now. But so we'll just do NFL. What do you got? So for me, I'm just I'm just shooting in the dark here, and I'm, I'm going to take Baltimore Ravens over the L.A. Rams. That's um, a good one. Yeah. So they 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 get seven points. Should I say? Yeah, they're going to cover for seven. So I'm going to take Baltimore, getting the seven point win. Okay. This one's it's a weird week. There's no matchups I love. If I had to take one, I'm I'm probably going to go with the the Lions. They're favored by three on the road, Chicago Bears, but I think. You know, the Chicago Bears offense just won't be able to keep up with Detroit's offense, and Detroit will ultimately cover. So, duh, Bears. Duh, Bears. Sorry, all our good fans in Chicago <laughs> and Benny's lovers. Yeah, the Benny's team. So, I also want to give a shout out to Dallas Bourbon Club. Awesome Christmas party this year. Raised a ton of money. We had a great time. So, thanks for having us out. And it was, it was fun catching up with, you know, Dixon and all the boys there. So, and girls. Very cool. Yep. All right, let's go ahead and we'll dive into it. Very, very light on the whiskey news, but of course, you would think at the end of the year, bourbon release news would be done, but it never stops. We got some to talk about. So this is the one that's kind of been on the minds of a lot of people that are in the industry that have brands that are really looking at international expansion because American whiskey is staring down a 50% tax hike when it's being sent to Europe, which could hurt the stateside spirits industry. And that's set to take effect next year. The tar- and the tariff is actually a retaliatory measure that we've talked about for a while now. This is from the European Union for U.S. taxes on European steel and aluminum. And distilleries are just caught in the middle of this dispute. And even though it has nothing to do with their products. But back in 2018, then-President Donald Trump imposed the steel and aluminum tariffs, causing the EU to respond with its own taxes on iconic American goods, such as Levi Jeans, Harley-Davidson motorcycles, and of course, your initial, your American whiskey. So initially, American whiskey was taxed at 25%, but with the tariff suspended a couple years ago, and that was thanks to an agreement between the US and the European Union. Now the tax is supposed to go back into effect in 2024, though doubled to a whopping 50%. And the US is trying to put the tariff on hold once again with another two-year extension. However, so far, no agreement has been made, and that put the distilleries into a bind. 
Now, that's the end of that. But I remember reading in one of Mark Brown's newsletters that it said they feel confident that they will get the extension. Okay. What did they elaborate on that? No, they were. there was it was, I think, from I don't know if it was a thing from Discus, the Disputes Council of the United States or for somebody else. But they have confidence that that will have another extension here relatively soon. Yeah, that would be ideal because uh, I know a lot of these distilleries are banking on European expansions. So and then I did read an article the other day. Somebody was talking about how they don't know if the European market's going to take on to bourbon because there's already kind of like you know you got it was vine pair right yeah yeah vine pair yeah, good you one. can already find weller and elijah craig 12 years still on the market that's been there for years and whatnot so yeah it's it's definitely going to take like a big herculean effort to kind of get a culture shift over there because they're big scotch and irish whiskey and brandy consumers obviously wine too but uh so yeah it'd be interesting to see how it all plays out but definitely the tariffs a huge like impediment to American whiskey success over there. I remember the Vine Pair article and reading it, and it is actually talking about how nobody cares about American whiskey over there. When you right. talk about whiskey, the first thing that comes to their mind is, of course, Scotch and Irish and even Japanese. Nobody even thinks about bourbon. And even though that we are all enthralled with bourbon, the world has not caught on yet. And who knows if they're going to catch on? I mean, this is one thing we've talked about before. You're right, Herculean effort. You've got to change the culture. You've got to get a lot of people behind it. And we are going to sit back and let the likes of Diageo and Pernod and Beams and Tori and all them have them go and wave the flag and hopefully they can. Well, I think to the article suggested that to the American whiskey that is over there is not like premium quality. It's yeah, mostly your exactly. everyday offerings. So your it doesn't. 80 proof, 90 proof, whatever. Yeah. Like Jim Beam White. Not that it's bad. It's just, but you know, if you're going up against the quality of like scotch and not that it's quality because I think it's crap, but. If you're going, unless not, you put a bunch of sherry in it, yeah, exactly. But if you, you know, if you're going to make that switch, you're not going to go to a 30 year scotch to white label beam. So you got to have the products there to match the quality of that scotch is putting out there. But I will say, you know, I went to Europe about 10 years ago, and the bourbon scene was very minimal at all. And there was some encouraging signs when I've went the last twice, two times the last two years, and I think the thing that will help it the most is and kind of what helped revitalize bourbon here in the U.S. is the old fashioned. I think that's a cocktail that people in Europe are starting to gravitate towards. They really enjoy. It's on every menu now. And so, you know, you saw that in America with the old fashioned and cocktails really kind of reinvigorated American whiskey, which struggled for so long. So I I think there's still an opportunity. It's going to take ton of money, ton of effort, ton of resources, but we'll see. But yeah. we definitely got to keep this tax out or it's squashed because you can't compete with a 50% tariff on it. All right. We'll get rid of that. We'll make sure the old fashioned becomes the, the next big thing. And then we'll make sure Rye Rita follows right. on the heels of that. Rye Rita. That's right. So Maker's Mark is proud to announce the filling of its first certified regenified barrel of Maker's Mark whiskey. It becomes the first spirits distillate to achieve this certification designated by regenified a leading third-party regenerative agricultural verification and supply chain solution company. This historic barrel filling was made possible by the strong partnership and shared vision between Maker's Mark and its long-term partner farmers in the Kentucky community who supply its corn and distinctive flavoring grain of red winter wheat, which together make up 86% of the iconic Kentucky's bourbon mash bill. To be certified regenified, more than 75% of the grains in the mash bill must be sourced from certified regenified farms, that have demonstrated a commitment like Maker's Mark to restoring 
and revitalizing our most precious resource, our soil, through regenerative agricultural practices. And each of the brands, corn and wheat uh, from farm partners, achieved the regenerified certification (laughs) of this this past fall. That's a... That's a lot. It's I tell you what, these regenified certifications, man, <laughs> they got a lot of integrity. Certified or genified. That's uh <laughs> Yep. Put your proud stamp on it. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's we gotta definitely think about the land and long term usage of it. We only have so much and gotta I'm not our... a soil person, so I don't really know too much about it, but I'm assuming they know what they're doing. Yeah, well, you know, there's some some would say that common or not common, modern agriculture practices degrade the soil because they're using a lot of salt-based fertilizers. And when you have salt-based fertilizers, that kind of restricts the natural micro or, or reduces the natural microbes in the soil that help produce organic matter naturally. Like if you go to the woods, you don't have, you know, you're not fertilizing the woods. There's leaves falling down. There's decaying organic matter, decaying trees that help produce food for the plants. Well, when you take that away and you're constantly harvesting, retilling, replanting, you're having to feed it with uh, synthetic fertilizer, which then degrades the soil. But agriculture's came a long way and they're thinking about this all the time. So, you know, there, there's definitely, you know, a balance of how can we get, keep the population fed and healthy and thriving also too, and keep our planet thriving at the same time. So does folks, that make sense? Yeah, I was going to say, folks, he he was not reading from a Wikipedia article. Like, he knows this stuff yeah. inside and out. That's that's your your degree was in. So yeah. you know this. I know that's the only thing I know about. <laughs> you know a few things, and one of them is about dirt. Yep, that's right. So this last news article is that Woodford Reserve is creating a sensorial experience at Istanbul's International Airport to bring the flavors of its American whiskey to traveling consumers. The pop-up lounge will run until December 31st and is staffed 24 hours a day. Woodford Reserve has partnered with Usla Akademi, which is one of the leading culinary academies in Turkey. They have crafted a special bonbon to give travelers the tasting experience of Woodford Reserve bourbon. A range of Woodford Reserve bottles will be available for purchase, including bourbon, malt, double-oaked, batch-proof series, and a Baccarat edition. The Istanbul Airport Personal Selection edition of Distiller Select, which can only be purchased in the Istanbul Airport, is also available. With the purchase of two bottles, consumers will also receive a Brandon Istanbul tote bag. I will say every international airport, Woodford dominates those. Oh, There's yeah. So much Woodford. It's it's pretty cool, though, and glad that they get that exposure to that international audience that we were talking about in the first segment. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's what they do really well. They do really good at marketing, and they've done all these pop-ups. They did it, I think, what, at Heathrow or somewhere in London or it was another international airport. Yeah, like so, Munich or Berlin or something. Yeah. They did I, a pop-up bar, from what I remember. Probably Tokyo. There's probably tons of different places. So we'll let them keep keep going on and, and kind of be on the front line. Paved the way for us, Woodford. Exactly. <laughs> Please do. Please do. We'll let your marketing dollars kind of just, like I said, pave the way for us. Yep. But that's going to be it for the bourbon news. Stick around. Oh, wow. That was light. I told you it was light. And we got bourbon release news coming up. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon. The farmers who grow the grain the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? 
Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. All right, and we're back, and we're going to be talking about quite a bit here. It's actually more than anticipated, but you know what? This is, this is the way things go, and the first one is going to touch on our favorite cask finish. Ooh, not the A word. Is no, it? it's the A word, my friend. <laughs> uh, it's not even the A word. It's like not Armagnac. <laughs> no, it's not that one. But this one, I don't know. This one, we're gonna we're gonna have some thoughts on it. So, Rabbit Hole has announced the release of Ambarana, a remarkably Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in new Brazilian oak barrels. Ambarana is the latest release in the brand's highly coveted Founders Collection and is inspired by the vibrancy of the flavors of Brazil, known for its colorful carnivals, infectious music, and exotic foods. Brazil is also the home to the majestic Amazon rainforest where the soaring Ambarana tree flourishes, also known as the Brazilian oak. This limited release is crafted from a 12-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon and then finished in new Brazilian oak barrels with a heavy toast and number four char. Only 2,176 bottles of this will be available for purchase at the Rabbit Hole Distillery and in select markets. Ambarana's unique mash bill features 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye. However, this bottle has a, it's, it's barrel proof, 125.4, suggested retail price, $1,100. Whoa. That's, that's a lot of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It is. I've seen the reviews on this and people say it's just like, you know, the one that I can tolerate is barrels because it's just like a slight hint of Ambarana. It's, it's like not 5% Ambarana yeah, yeah. into the overall blend. And I've heard similar things about this, but yeah, I'm just too poor to even try it. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even think we got a, a sample of this one. So they, they probably just knew from the very beginning that we're like, we aren't going to be able to please these guys with Ambarana. So yeah. why, why try to make them? Yeah, it's a polarizing flavor. People love it, and some people just don't like us. Don't like it, and it's. But there's a market for it, obviously, and people seem to grab some segments of the market seem to gravitate towards. Yeah, it. there was a, another article that was posted this last week. I forget our buddy Steve Coombs posted it. It might have been from. I think it was from Esquire. Oh, yeah, Esquire. Esquire, yeah, and basically said, like, this is a trend that needs to die real fast, <laughs> and we were like, here, here, cheers to yeah, that. Yeah, we say that, but there's ton of ton of consumers that still like it, so, you know, got to have it for them. The, the one thing I, I just can't gravitate or wrap my head around is, like, I like if you give me four different Amberana-finished whiskeys, I don't think I could tell you the difference of like, well, this is a good whiskey or this is not a good whiskey. Like the the barrel characteristic just covers up 
everything. And it just tastes like cinnamon roll, cinnamon toast crunch, which is like, don't be wrong. like Gingerbread. I, we, I love that. There's some flavor, that but weird. I just don't want my whiskey to taste that way. Yeah, and there's this weird, like, some have this weird, like, floral, earthy kind of note to it, too. So it's just one of those flavors that it's polarizing. Even if it's oatmeal or raisin, I'm still not getting behind it. <laughs> okay. What, do you like oatmeal raisins? I mean, I'd rather have chocolate chip cookies if that's if you're going to give me a choice of the two. I do like the oatmeal cream pies that Please and Thank You makes here locally. Those things are... I'll just eat Little Debbie's. They're, yeah. they're still delicious. These are a little bougier, but they're they're worth it. Oh, they are solid. Yeah. Chattanooga Whiskey is introducing also something new called the Vault Series. It's a collection of offshoot experiments, alternate concepts, and rare single barrels that are culled from their barrel house vault. These archived versions of bygone whiskeys are expressions of both nostalgia and discovery, each one offering a glimpse into their distilling team's innovation and creative process. Selected once a year by their distilling team and bottled in 375 milliliter bottles, these ultra-limited whiskeys are one-of-a-kind artifacts from Chattanooga whiskey history, a rare chance to rediscover your favorite recipes and batches from years past. So the first is Single Barrel 167. It's a pot-distilled revisit of their signature Barrel 91 recipe, double-distilled at their experimental distillery to 139 proof, barreled at 115, and aged six years. There's also Barrel blah, 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 blah. It's long digits. It's the very first <laughs> barrel we ever filled off our original 30-foot, 12-inch diameter column, off at 133 proof, barreled at 115, and the first iteration of their scaled-up column distilled barrel 91 recipe, and it marked the conclusion of two years of work and experimentation at the beginning of their current journey. There is also the next barrel that began as a bit of a mistake. Originally filled with 88% of their batch 001 recipe, the first ever expression of the Tennessee high malt style, and then they accidentally topped up the remaining with 12% Tennessee rye malt. Whoops. Uh, it says <laughs> Is it there, said that? No, I just no. added in there. It says that their error resulted in a blend of two distinct styles, high malt bourbon and high malt rye. These, again, are all bottled in 375 milliliter bottles with a $57 SRP. Yeah. So are adding that to, like, different things, like, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was on the press release. And you... Womp, womp, womp. But always a big fan of the Chattanooga boys and girls. I guess team there and what they do it's just I, I think I've loved everything except like their smoked ones just because I'm not a fan of smoked but uh, yeah peep, peep, peep. yeah but uh, they do good stuff down there yeah well let's go ahead let's take a, a moment to talk about our own product that we are releasing as well so oh, the right. United Batch 11 CD we haven't even written a press release for it we just got the bottles this week we got them back from Barstown we got them here at our facility in our distillery and we'll be getting ready to go out to distribution here in probably the next couple of weeks yep but I want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about a little bit about sort of what went into this one and <laughs> come on, mad scientist, give it to us. Well, you know, we're just trying to build off each batch what we learn about the barrels because we're aging in different terrars. So we're aging not only in Kentucky, but Tennessee and then New York, the Finger Lakes region. So we have these three distinct different climates and and we're kind of getting more comfortable and and analyzing the barrels and understanding how they're maturing with the different mash bills and how they're working together. So really building off that. But, you know, we, we kind of bottled this maybe slightly sooner than we had projected because we were all out. Batch HCD went faster than we thought it would. And so that's a good thing. But but with that, these barrels have, have the highest age that we have of probably any of our blends. And so there's a majority of, you know, five-year-old in there and just really... I'm really just 
loving how this this one turned out and obviously you don't want to talk in hyperbole and this is our best batch ever and i say that every but, single time but uh, you know we we've won you know double golds with some of our batches you know we double golds at san francisco the john barleycorn and to me this one's like the most just balanced it has everything it's got nice i mean it's got that sweet fruity spicy profile but there's just a ton of fruit and a lot more oak than we've ever had and so i'm, I'm just really excited about it i taste through every single barrel you know before we bring them here to kentucky and then once they get here i start playing with each individual barrels and putting and so i picked out 10 really special barrels for this blend coming from our tennessee distilling partner bardstown bourbon company and finger lakes up there in new york so it's pretty damn good yeah i'm, ex- um, I'm excited for i'm it. excited for it as well and i love that the fact that we sold out of the last one it makes me feel really good because we've had two different states there's that we haven't been able to fill po's for and so we're like okay fine let's let's get this get out the door and now we're in the predicament of the same exact thing happening with oak collection bourbon because now we've had two states say we need to order more and we're like we haven't got our forklift in yet just <laughs> yeah. give us like another week <laughs> yeah i've been really wanting to start putting some batches together for q1 of next year because i've tasted through all our barrels we got about 60 in here that i think are ready and so I have the blends kind of conceptualized in my mind, still tweaking, but yeah, I've been waiting for this forklift for about eight weeks now <laughs> to start working on Q1 batches, but those barrels are heavy. It let, oh, we've, and I'll tell you, we've had to hand unload every single one of them from trucks and not just like rolling them, like literally taking them off pallets and man, it's a lot of work. Just um, barely missing our toes. But then like, you know, I talk, and then my brother-in-law who works at Heaven Hill, he's like, I unload 400 barrels a day. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm, I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, don't make, don't make me feel good about this. So, yeah. You know, like we're, we're trying to trying but to But they have some techniques that we didn't know about and just simple things that we didn't understand. So we made it a lot harder on ourselves per usual. So next time we get a load of barrels, he gave me some tips and tricks to make it a little less uh, burdensome for us. And one of those is having a tire. Yes. Right? Isn't that one of them? You know, yeah. Explain, explain to people. Well, so, you know, a the barrels come straight up on a pallet standing, you know, vertical because we don't have a forklift. We we can't get them off the truck because our pallet jack and us aren't strong enough to unload them off the truck. And so you have to tip them over and then roll them up off the truck into the warehouse. Well, which is on an incline, by the way. So these things are about 400, 450 pounds. And so when you're trying to tip over a 450 pound barrel, and not crack it, you know, and so you're just like holding on to it as tight as possible. Then when you get to, you know, to set it down. And one time I thought, oh, I'm just going to unload. Kenny was on like a call or something. I was like, I'm just going to unload four by myself. And I got three off. And then the last one, I, it slipped and it hit and the damn head busted. <laughs> and so bourbon just started gushing out and I was panicking. I ran, I slipped like and fell on my ass. And then Kenny's on a call. So I'm like, Kenny, oh crap, he can't hear me. He's got his headphones on. So I ended up just like getting a burst of adrenaline, flipping it back up. And thankfully, we only lost, what, three liters out of it? it something like that. Something yeah. like that. But uh, you pulled like your inner. But anyways, the tire is something you can push them off. You don't have to be as graceful. You just push them and it hits on the tire and then, you know, to soften the blow. And I don't know why we didn't think of that because we're just. We've seen it before. We're, we're just idiots. Just didn't but, even think about it. But we'll know now. And they also make this like lever bar that kind of helps you you know use the lever to get more leverage so you're not just pushing them by hand so next time we'll know next time we'll know well i got to get my tires changed soon so we'll have we'll have a few here <laughs> <Okay>. we'll <laughs> have four tires <laughs> i'm just glad you harnessed your inner 
you know, like moms that can lift a car when their baby's oh, like yeah, trapped exactly. underneath. That's, you know, that's like the that. way I, I was like, oh no, there goes seven thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> freaking out, Kenny's gonna be pissed. And I was, I thought you were gonna like kill me when I did it. <laughs> Have I ever been mad? No, but you know, I'm pretty... but, but I haven't ever <laughs> lost a seven thousand, you know, potentially a seven thousand dollar barrel. So that's uh, okay. I've we've all made a couple thousand dollar mistakes around yeah, here. More than that. Yeah, I know. All right, let's keep going with some more of the whiskey news, but make sure you pay attention for the next batches of United coming out. You're going to love them. All right, so is it Milam or Milam? I think it's Milam. Milam? I don't know. I'll say Milam. I'll say this. So Milam and Green Whiskey is pleased to announce the release of the Castle Hill Batch 3, and it's a 15-year-old bourbon. This is the final release in their award-winning Castle Hill Vintage Bourbon Series for Batch 3, 2023 Master Blender of the Year, Heather Green hand-selected just 20 barrels aged over 15 years, and it's the oldest age statement ever released by Milam and Green. The series was named for the historic Texas Military Institute known as The Castle in Austin, Texas, and that is actually home to Green's Blending Lab. Distilled in Tennessee with a mash bill of 84% corn, 8% rye, 8% malted barley, the barrels for this blend were filled in Tennessee on July 18, 2007, then batched and bottled by Heather Green and her whiskey team in Texas on November 15, 2023. Age a total of 15 years, six months, and 10 days, with the majority of aging in Tennessee in the final five months uh, in the north side of their rack house in Blanco, Texas, in row one where it rested horizontally. The average yield per barrel was only 17.5 gallons for an angel share loss of around 67%. It was bottled at cash strength at 114.5, suggests the retail price at $200. Okay. Well, it's going to be one of those that's polarizing because it's a Tennessee profile. It's uh, nickel. I, which I'd like that profile. Some people don't, but I, we we got our start by releasing fifteen-year-old yeah. nickel barrels, which we loved. Yeah, but we were super picky. We were, we were, we rejected like ninety percent of them. But we were idiots. That's another thousand dollars mistakes we made. <laughs> but uh, probably more than a thousand. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I mean, I like that profile. Yeah. All right, and here's another one because you could never have enough cigar blends out there, right? Why not? So Wheelhorse Whiskey is introducing their Wheelhorse Cigar Blend Bourbon. It's a limited edition whiskey distilled at the historic Green River Distillery in Owensboro, Kentucky. However, this new Wheelhorse Cigar Blend Bourbon was aged over four years in their original oak barrels, then it was finished in a combination of sherry, port, and armagnac for approximately six to eight months. The barrels were married and the whiskey was bottled at 101 proof, non-chill filtered, and has an SRP of a mere $40, and around 3,000 bottles will be available. Oh, well, can't beat that price point. No, that's that's actually it's super, super low. What's the proof on it again? Uh, 101. Oh, wow. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. I think Wheel Horse is one of, is it one of Green River's house brands maybe? Maybe. I think it is. Yeah, okay. That's why it's so cheap. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I was like, how could you be buying this it's sourced and then built? Yeah. it's. I think it's one of their house brands. It has to probably be it. I think it is. Because I remember Will Horse was like one of the first samples we got from Grimmer. Like, dang, two or three years old is pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, because they have that. I don't know if Kentucky 10, is that a house brand? That, yeah. I think that is too. I know it's they use their stuff. I can't remember well, if it's actually a actually, house brand or actually not. Actually, it's not, I don't think. Yeah, I think that's a, a different source that actually uses Green River to do it. And they, yeah. But they only use the weeded bourbon. And so they try to tout themselves as the Weller killer. <laughs> the Weller. Them and everybody else with the weeded bourbon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't fight that that, that WL name, though, man. That's, no. that's a tough one to take down. Took them only 120 years ago popular, so. <laughs> Got about another 50 to be able to take them down. Yep. 
So Preservation Distillery, they're recently introducing two new limited distillery only offerings of the very old St. Nick whiskeys. So the first one is very old St. Nick Notorious OSN. And it's a 16-year cash-strength, 112.5 proof, and has an SRP of $758. Very old St. Nick straight out of Bardstown, and that's Outta as an O-U-T-T-A. No way. Yeah. Right, it's straight out of Bardstown. So what's funny is there's like in high school, there was this rap group in Bardstown called Straight Out of Bardstown or something like that. <laughs> really? So that's why I'm cracking up. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and I actually went to a field party at Hillbilly Heaven where they did a concert at which was in hillbilly that's where that's, that's, preser- preser- that's preservation yeah so i wonder if this is all tying together i can't i'd, I'd be amazed if yeah. it is all right so this is actually a nine-year kentucky bourbon at 130 plus proof and has a retail of 500 dollars. so each bourbon or whiskey from preservation distillery is produced in extremely small batches typically only one to three barrels and featuring an eclectic assortment of hand-designed labels with wax preserving the unique flavors her name's Marcy, right? Is it? Yes. Yeah. She's got a hell of a collection of barrels to choose from. I mean, with all these high age statements. It's a crazy. lot of stuff, but I mean, these are some high price tags too. Yeah. I think they're really popular in Asian markets too, high end over there. Well, I mean, that's where it got started, but then they brought it back. So I don't know. I'd be interested to kind of know exactly what other people are going to preservation, what they're picking up and what they think of the brand. I mean, we've got a few things over here. It's good. Oh, yeah. I've had a bunch of good stuff. That Maculato was fantastic. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. Like I said, we've had a bunch of their good stuff. It's just, it is pricey though. We're poor though. (laughs) We're not their demographic. (laughs) Maybe maybe we're missing out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're starting to figure out how to, how to look at brands and what are you paying and who's going after what. And yeah, maybe, maybe that's just not us. Who knows? Yep. Maverick Distillery, who's a trailblazer in the world of artisan spirits, is announcing the launch of Samuel Maverick's Straight Trick to Cow Whiskey Bottled and Bond. The extremely limited release from a single barrel marks the ever first ever bottled and bond whiskey from the distillery. So Sam, Samuel Maverick Straight Trick to Cow Whiskey Bottled and Bond was distilled in April of 2019, aged in Maverick's subterranean bank vault for a minimum of four years in new American oak barrels. With an unwavering dedication, I don't know that. Uh, unique triticale grains are a hybrid of wheat and rye invented by Scottish botanists in 1875. Sourced from the Texas Panhandle, the grains impart a distinctive flavor profile that sets the spirit apart. It's available for purchase exclusively at Maverick Distillery in downtown San Antonio, and a suggested retail price of $135. Okay. So it's well. not bourbon, but I got the press release and I was like, I have no idea what this grain is, but might as well just throw it out there. It's, well, it's a Scottish <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hybrid, hybrid of a wheat and a rye. So I've never heard of Tricticale either, or Tricticale, whatever you said. What? T-R-I-T-I-C-A-L-E. So Tricticale. Tricticale. Or Tricticale. It might be Tricticale. <laughs> tricticale keeps you healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'd, I'd be interested just to try it from a, a flavor perspective and see what's going on there. It's interesting. You got Maverick Distillery in San Antonio and you have the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas, but I guess a Maverick can be. It can probably be anything. It can probably be anywhere in Texas, I guess. Yeah, you, you can just Google that one. Let me know. I thought you were going to say Tom Cruise was behind it or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. It's actually all top. You got gun. the Maverick and Goose release. <laughs> so, speaking of Maverick and Goose, maybe this is a Pat and Shane here. So, in celebration <laughs> of Wilderness Trail's 10th anniversary, the brand will release a very special limited edition 10 year old weeded bourbon made from the second barrel ever laid down at the brand's inception. The special offering will be available exclusively at the brand's Danville Distillery beginning on Friday, December 8th, while quantities last. The 10-year-old weeded bourbon uses the flagship weeded bourbon's mash bill of 64% corn, 
24% wheat and 12% malted barley. The 10-year-old bottle will be housed in a rustic cedar box inspired by the smuggler's crates of the Prohibition era. The SRP of this bottle and an engraved cedar box is $280. Didn't they release a 10-year? Or that was a small batch, I guess. This is just a single barrel. When that, mm. when that, that yeah, that I think they thing. did, but this is the second barrel. Yeah, so maybe it's got some of that 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 new still funk going that on pot in there. Still twang. <laughs> they, I think they were yeah, stilling on the pot still then. Oh yeah, definitely. so it's got all those heavy congeners and stuff. So some people like that. Maybe, maybe I don't know, but you know, congrats to them. Ten yeah, years. Yeah, that's a monumental a decade in this business. Good lord. Yeah. I'm gonna need some. I need some help understanding how you make it ten years. Well, now they're now they're Campari. They'll That's they'll let, they'll let yeah. you know. They're they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> Puncher's Chance Bourbon has announced the fifth release in its award-winning portfolio of fine whiskeys, and this is Puncher's Chance, the Unified Belt. It's a limited release of three cask blends of fine bourbon and Irish whiskey, with barrels sourced by IJ, IJW Whiskey Company of Louisville, Kentucky, and crafted by IJW Master Blender Stephen Hughes. The Unified Belt is the first cross-category whiskey blend from Wolf Spirits. First into the ring is the four-year-old high-rye-based Kentucky straight bourbon distilled with proprietary yeast and aged four years in barrels featuring number four, Alligator Char, aged at a traditional rickhouse in Danville, Kentucky. The Mashable being 70% corn, 20% rye, 10% malt. This is married to a four-year-old Irish whiskey crafted from 100% malted barley and a proprietary yeast, then aged in former bourbon barrels in a palletized warehouse in Ireland. To add further complexity and depth, a third cask joins the lineup, being a 14-year-old bourbon finished in the first fill Pedro Jimenez and Oloroso Sherry cask for up to 15 months. The mash bill of this one is 84% corn, 8% rye, 10% malt. The Unified Belt is bottled at a very approachable 96 proof and retails for $150 per bottle. Well, some wild flavor swings there. You got yeah, you got the Tennessee orange, you got the sherry, you got the Irish malty smoothness, and then you got, what was the other one? It's just four-year Kentucky bourbon. Well, I won't say, but I know. So, yeah, it's going to be... I, I, that, that's one I'd be interested in trying because it's kind of all over the place as far as ingredients. So fascinated by it. It's a lot going on there. Yeah, that's true. Well, who knows? Maybe it'll show up. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> and one of our other headlines is that Blue Run Spirits is celebrating the holiday season with its third annual highly anticipated 12 Days of Bourbon series. This final whiskey release of the year features around a dozen single barrels and their barrel-proof bourbons from acclaimed distiller Jim Rutledge. Plus, the award-winning bourbon brand is introducing a whole new way to extend your premium bourbon experience throughout the season with the first-ever Blue Run Holiday Gift Calendar. Valued at $200, this calendar is complete with 12 bourbon-inspired gifts and available in limited quantities as a gift with a purchase of Blue Run High Rye Bourbon starting on December 12th. The 2023 12 Days of Bourbon lineup includes Spiced and Spiked, All the Gold Rings, Mistletoe Miracles, Fully Lit, Rockin' Around, Caramu's Feast, Punch Bowl, Eight Night, Grandma's House, Midnight Missive, Blue Christmas, and Slayin' It. Each one has around $180 SRP. And on the 12th and the final day of 12 Days of Bourbon, the Blue Run Spirits is making this year's celebration brighter, again, with the holiday gift calendar. And this is packed with luxury items that are sure to impress, and each gift is curated specifically to elevate the whiskey drinking experience and will give whiskey lovers everything they need to enjoy their favorite drink this holiday season. Again, the first 10 people to purchase High Ride Bourbon for $99 on each day will actually receive this gift. Oh, that's nice. And I saw in some of the press releases, I couldn't find it in the deep press release, but I guess they're giving away like steaks, like steak delivery services with this as well. So, Oh, 
I didn't like, know. If, I don't know if it was Omaha or Snake River or whatever it is. But. I take a Snake River. I know you do. You, every time I if I get a if I get a Wagyu tomahawk, I'm all in. You might be like, well, it's worth 180 dollars single barrel. Yeah, this is a cool thing they do. I love the the white box that came in this year. It looks sharp. Yeah. It looks really good. Packaging masters. Yes, looks looks hot. Yes, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> hot to trot. I'm sure that's exactly what they're looking for. <laughs> Blue Run is it's hot. It's so who, hot. who said that? It was like. Like hot boys, no, it was like one of those Laguna Beach girls or something. I don't know. Back in the day, it's like it's hot. You used to watch Laguna Beach with my wife or something. Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, you didn't watch it with her wife. It was all you. I don't think so. Are you are you more of Jersey Shore kind of person? Yeah, watching Paladini and Danny Police. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I did like Jersey Shore. I thought it was hilarious because I went to I Absolutely, went to Rutgers yeah. and. You would see that some, but not really, and you're like, this is totally like <laughs> very small. Uh, like played up kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, played up kind yeah, of thing, but yeah. it was hilarious. Snooki and, and DJ. Polly D. Uh, Polly D. Oh, yeah. yeah. All yeah. that. That was fun. All right. <laughs> we'll try to bring it back to bourbon here. <laughs> yeah. Lux Road Distillers announced the release of Rebel Small Batch Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, featuring barrels that were hand-selected by Lux Road Distillers, Master Distiller, John Rempe, and blended into small batches. Rebel Small Batch Reserve features some of the finest barrels of Rebel's traditional four-year-old weeded bourbon mash bill, bottled at 110 proof. Is it a Weller killer? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> you know, because it's it's limited, yeah. is what it says, and it has a suggested retail price of $34.99. Oh, that's a great price. Yeah. 110 proof, $34.99, four-year-old wheat. Yeah. I like the Rebel products. I think they're good. We've we've selected quite a few barrels of those over the, day, yeah. over the years, too. Good stuff. Yeah. Just got to find the right barrel. That's right. So trust in us. And speaking of, I guess, single barrels before we sign off, we actually still, if you're looking for other holiday items, kegandbottle.com, go click the Bourbon Pursuit button and the single barrel picks. We actually have some available there. Yeah. Uh, so really good barrels. We yeah. picked them. We, we're too insecure to pick shitty ones, so... Mm-hmm. Go clear them out and then go get to uh, go to Sealbox. Plenty of good stuff there too as well. Yep. All right. Our last one is coming from Three Chord Bourbon. This is the award-winning bourbon company founded by prolific producer and musician Neil Giraldo and now offers music fans the chance to buy a bespoke bottle of whiskey, custom blended in close collaboration with their favorite music artists giving fans and artists an opportunity for an immersive sensory experience aligned with the artist's aesthetic. The Backstage series now offers an additional custom blends and bottles with the folks of Theory of a Dead Man, Hailstorm, Blackstone Cherry, Lucero, and Dinosaur Jr. Each of these custom blends was created in direct collaboration between these artists and the acclaimed whiskey maker Ari Sussman. Every bottle features a label specifically crafted by designers known for their work in the music industry on concert posters and merchandise design. Ronnie Lewis, who's a widely recognized designer and art director with over 15 years of experience creating boldly successful award-winning advertising campaigns and concert posters and album covers, was a driving force behind the customized look in the field of backstage series art. The entire collection is available online at Three Chord Bourbon Backstage Series or via the band's websites. I know Lucero. Nobody, I didn't know any other of the bands, but Lucero's awesome. He's great, but he's not your style. But I've actually, you know, they've they've requested to come on the show at one point. Lucero, yeah. Oh, well, let's do it. <laughs> it was it was a while. The whole ago. time, the whole time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, Kenny, why are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> Sorry, we didn't have because uh... apparently he's really into whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We should definitely make that happen. Yeah. 
I mean, marshmallow's not going to come on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm kind of giving up on that dream too. Yeah. But no, I mean, I think this is, you know, we got to talk to the person that's doing a lot of the brand management for three chord. And yeah, Ryan, right? Ryan Gill. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. And just kind of said, like, this is a new direction that the brand is trying to go and where they are partnering with other bands to kind of create something that would be, you know, reminiscent. Like, how can they connect with fans? Yeah, it's like level? a poster, you know, like people used to collect, you know, I used, I, well, I didn't, but my friends would collect like Dave Matthews posters, Matt, I my morning jacket. About, yeah. Yes. And it's just something that you remember the concert by and, you know. That's a cool little memorabilia. It's even better if you can drink it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the the bottle, it's not just like a bottle with a sticker on. It. I mean, it's a whole handcrafted oh, that's label cool. that's completely different. That it's supposed to kind of be like a like a poster. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. That's this week in bourbon. Well, we'll see you next week then. Another one down and another one will come up. Hopefully we again. have a forklift. <laughs> <Next week. laughs> we might have a forklift for you next week. We'll let you know if we have all our toes as well. Yep. Yeah, so make sure you all go ahead and stick around. we got a lot of good stuff coming up. We're also going to start entering our new recording season coming up relatively soon as well. So we'll be working on doing that here in the next few weeks. And, of course, as you start thinking of planning your trip to bourbon country, don't forget us. We're now open for tours. We've got a lot of stuff happening here at our distillery for Pursuit Spirits. Go to PursuitSpirits.com and click the Visit Us Now button. But with that, cheers, everybody. We'll see you next time. Toodles.